and the smell of uh, Bretworth floating through the air. Okie dokie, that egg is too yoky. Here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, and joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs is the only man who wanted Novak Djokovic to win. It's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. <laughs> oh, g'day, Jashan. I don't know where you got the, where you got those facts from, but uh, I'd like <laughs> to deny those. Thank you. Good on uh, good on Yannick Sinner for getting the, getting the win, so... Get your facts right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Italian sensation. Yeah. I'm sure the next voice that you're going to hear is going to be very happy about this. <laughs> yeah. He's currently growing potatoes on X, his player Oscopes, but here he is Damon Sarah. Yes, fantastic as always, Jashan. Uh, especially, what a great week, obviously, with the news. <laughs> go, go, Janik. <laughs> Janik. 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 My Italian brother from, from Sud Tyrol. Uh, yeah, we kind of, bloodlines run deep, so, yeah, really good to see. Hey, aren't you Sicilian? <laughs> no, fuck no. Where are you? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, from, from Campania. Uh, oh. Campania. Mm. They've got good, uh, good olives in Campania. They really do. And, uh, last, <laughs> last but not least, he is not as good at cricket as Shamar Joseph. It's Nicholas. Oh, well, you know what? Shamar Joseph gives up one dream. I'm going to take that up. Um, catch me in Guyana. I'll be uh, running the security, I reckon. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I don't know if you're the most intimidating man to run security, but I don't mind that. Uh, just real quick. I'm taller um, than Shamar. <laughs> fair shout. For the first time ever, we are recording our faces. So I'm just going to run around the room and introduce us to anyone who may or may not be listening. Hello, Henry. I hope you're feeling well. I am obviously Jashan. <laughs> I'm here because I like football slash soccer, uh, especially at its finest, and <laughs> specifically the A-League. I'm a Brisbane Raw fan. I'm from Brisbane. Shout out to Raw Salander from back in the day. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. I'll start with you, Damo. Introduce yourself and your face. Hello, everybody, uh, especially all our... Uh viewers who are here every week. Um, yes, of course, I am Damon, the one that is the most uh, aggro, you could say, and you can tell by my, uh, by my luscious locks. Uh, just look at him. Just look at me, you know, aggro. Uh, but yeah, obviously, um, I don't know, you, you kind of know that I'm a big fan of Australian Soccer and youngsters coming through the A League, and just want to see the uh, the league do well. So now you can put a face to the name. Beautiful, I like that. That's very nice. And the next person um, is actually the, the guy who thought of this podcast yeah. as an idea in the first point, the first stage, I guess. It is uh, Nicholas. Say hi. Yeah, you'd all be nowhere without me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you, your your Wednesdays right. would be so free if it wasn't for me. <laughs> Today's a Tuesday, uh, 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 but yes, thank and you. your weekends. You wouldn't have to check when the A League was on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in theory, we enjoy checking when the A League is on because we're all A League fans. That's the, kind of the idea, right? I don't know. I I did make myself watch uh, Macarthur and Perth on Sunday. 
That wasn't that bad of a game, lad. That was pretty entertaining. We'll get to that later. And last but not, in this case, last but not least, uh, Andy, say hello. Yes, hello, loyal listeners. Uh, yes, I'm Andy. <laughs> Nick's just playing some soundboard effects in the background. But <laughs> never mind that. But to remove your permission to use yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> good idea. Uh, yes, I am Andy, the uh, Melbourne City mega fan, as uh, our humble host calls me, and I too enjoy Australian soccer slash football at its finest. And uh, yes, uh, that's that's about uh, about all there is to me. I'm pretty 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 simple fella. Life revolves around oh. Melbourne City, and uh, yeah, life is good. Yeah, Joshan, you look like a bit of Euro snob there. Where's your um? Brisbane Royal yeah. jumper there. Looks like it. Is, uh, are those Spanish clubs behind you? I'll show you. Hold on. They are, that's Valencia. They're all Valencia jerseys. You say Balenciaga. I think you're out of touch. Brisbane, here it is. Ah, there we go. Ah. See, I'll, I may be Barcelona. confusing the audience, obviously, with my uh, Melbourne City uh, jersey. Yeah, you the Melbourne and, City mega fan. And cap. So, I don't think I saw that, but that's actually uh, got got the signatures of the 20, I think 2010, 2011 uh, championship winning side. So. on there as well? Yeah. Gee, that's a good... Was that uh, that game? It's a fucking right. good day. If you've, if you've got, yeah, if you've got Andrew's bloody signature on there, it's... Uh... It's worth a bit. Uh, yeah, there's also a stain on the shirt, so I don't know if it'd sell for that uh, well. Okay. But and before fine. we uh, get this podcast demonetized, uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all we all came together because we all have a passion for the A League um, and the Socceroos and everything. We're going to talk about today. Obviously, we want to make this an inclusive kind of entertaining football podcast. Just put out a bit more positivity and uh, enjoyment into the current media landscape that surrounds the A League, and you know, at the same time, kind of break down all the news, the games, the crazy stories. Uh, that positivity is why we get Matt Hume to cover for us uh, when one of us is away. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's banned. <laughs> nah, he can still pop up from time to time, um, obviously, if need be. We love you, Matt. Oh. Keep listening, please. But uh, let's get stuck into it, shall we, fellas? I think so. Yes. Good timing. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> All right, plenty of A-League to talk about, plenty of transfer news, but yet again, we're going to start on the Asian Cup. A 4-0 win over the Indonesians has us in the quarterfinal, but it wasn't necessarily convincing. Shall we say, even though that sounds a bit crazy for a 4-0 win. Andy, I'll start with you. You should watch the game. What did you think of the performance? How did we go? Yeah, I did watch the game. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? Like 4-0 sounds like we absolutely destroyed them. But um, it did yeah. did flatter us a little bit. Obviously, two two very late goals with an uh, impressive cameo from Craig Goodwin. But um, yeah, mm. I mean, I think overall, still probably the better team. Um, but... Yeah, it, uh, it definitely wasn't pretty, I guess, apart from the, yeah, the last few minutes. But, um, yeah, not not um, time for alarm bells just yet. And um, tick this important box uh, on our way to a, a tougher opponent uh, in the quarterfinals. So a um, little bit of squad rotation as well. It was good to see. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we can yeah. play our best game yet um, in, in the quarterfinal because it's definitely going to be a lot tougher than um, than this one. Yeah, Nick, you've been following the draw. Who are we, in theory, set to play in the next round? Well, it's not theory. It's it's facts. It's a, it's a predetermined draw. Uh, we it, it, it's fact. <laughs> That's fact. 
We're going to play South Korea or Saudi Arabia. But anyway, we're going to play South Korea or Saudi Arabia. <laughs> but after, but after that, the winner of that game we will play Iraq or Tajikistan. No, Iran. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan or Tajikistan. Iraq this morning. Yes. Yeah, in, um, in controversial circumstances, it must be said, but yes. Oh well. Ali Reza Fagani. It was an absolute thunderbass. It was an absolute thunder bastard outside the box to get the winner, it must be said. Oh, what, sorry? A thunder bastard. Can you run me through that one more time? A thunder bastard. <laughs> You've not heard of a thunder bastard before. Nah, what is it? It oh was an God. absolute belter from outside That's the great. box okay, in, right. in stoppage. So they got their final two goals in stoppage time. 90 plus 5 and 90 plus 7. They were losing, they were trailing 2-1 and they got the equaliser and winner within the space of two minutes in stoppage time and went down yeah. to 10 men. So, yeah. at the time of the of the winner, they were, they were both 10 men apiece. So, um, uh, I'm assuming, Damo, you saw this, like there was an issue with the Iraqi player who got a second yellow card for doing a Yeah, I, I did see it. Uh, so, what happened was uh, he'd scored the goal and he'd gone to celebrate off with all the fans and then he's come back onto the field and then started celebrating again. He sat down and did this thing that he did and obviously yeah. uh, Ali Reza Fagani wasn't having any of it and he booked him earlier in the match and I reckon he's probably forgotten that he booked him and then realised, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I've got to send him off now <laughs> for that. And I'm pretty sure the first yellow card was pretty soft too, so I'd be pretty annoyed oh, no. if I was an Iraqi fan at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, there's actually, I found this petition online to um get the referee banned that it has 450,000 uh, uh, signatures. So, banned Ali Reza Fagani. Legend. Yeah, A-League Make legend. a mistake, you make a mistake. A-League legend. But regardless, uh, we were talking about the Socceroos, obviously, that's what we're here to do. And so you, you mentioned South Korea or Saudi Arabia next up. Uh, Damo, do you reckon that with the way we played against Indonesia, we've got a chance against tougher opponent like those two you know, nations? I mean, there's always a chance. I mean, we've showed in the World Cup that we can, we can take it to these top nations and obviously uh, beating Denmark and uh, having pushing Argentina all the way. So... <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, what are you laughing about Nick oh, I just saw Selena in Andy's window <laughs> <laughs> you have her as a permanent fixture in your studio set up just standing behind yeah. you at all times watching so, over my shoulder yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely peeping, peeping through the window yeah, but a, a lot of people have come out and and claimed that yeah, like we're hardworking, yeah, we can be dangerous, but there's a lot of poor touches. There's some oh, ab- absolutely. Like we severely lack a number ten who can just take the game by the scruff of the neck and mm. send through a pass or dribble one past one or two players and score a goal or do something cool. I suppose because a lot of our <laughs> a lot of our play is. Very one-dimensional, uh, very predictable, and mm. it's honestly like hard to watch. And I think the the full goal scoreline, obviously, it, it's been known that it obviously flatters flatters us a bit more than um, it should. And Indonesia definitely uh, played well on their behalf. And 
Look, pressed us very it, strongly. It, it is, it is what it is, and I, I honestly couldn't tell you who I'd prefer to play in the next round, either Saudi Arabia or South Korea, because yeah, I've I think, can tell you. Go on, um, Nick. Go on. South Korea. You prefer yeah. to play South Korea? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. an interesting. You play, one. you play against Saudi Arabia. Um, there'd be a lot more Saudi Arabian fans in the in the stadium, a lot uh, more intimidating I'm... atmosphere than playing South Korea. You know, played the uh, played the Syrians. We did play the Syrians. Very... Theory, Saudi Arabia. The, the, those players would be more used to playing in these yeah, conditions as well, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you South... watched the game, Nick. I, I think you stayed up a little bit. For I it. did. What did? Oh, yeah. What did, did you make of the play? Was it as disjointed and unconvincing as as people are saying? Oh, no, hardly. Not at all. Like, oh. you know, the positivity. So soccer is played, you know, to the to the conditions of the game. Um, great assist by uh, Geffen Jones, best Socceroos <laughs> right back ever. <laughs> oh, he's injured now. He's, he's I think he's done. He's done. Oh, yeah. that's... Bolton. The Bolton fans want him back. <laughs> they, they can have him. Bolton, the greatest A <laughs> League club that ever existed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I reckon it was like it was a positive performance. I know that I reckon Indonesia definitely did um like were deserving as Australia to get some reward in the first half. But when the second half happened, uh, there's a quite there's quite a lull between the forty five to sixty five minute range. Um, not much action, no corners, no nothing. Uh, and I think that's where the game, uh, that that's where the, that's where the lead was definitely consolidated. Um. You know, in- Indonesia might have been playing well um, visually, but that's the difference between a team like the Socceroos and a team like Indonesia is that the Socceroos were able to be clinical, uh, take their chances. Um, and then, you know, five minutes of brilliance definitely did beef up the scoreline. Uh, mm-hmm. It definitely did annoy me that um, my my deal with self was to go to bed. If there was a, if, if Australia were 3-0 up, go to bed. And that didn't happen until the 89th minute, so it was a bit, <laughs> a, bit, that, a bit cheeky, making, them, making me work for my keep. Um, yeah, it was pretty tight. You did a good job, mate. I'm proud of you. I'm yeah, proud but, of you. But it only went an hour later than the tennis. I just told everyone I stayed up for the tennis to sound more cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing cool about the tennis, mate. I mean, come on now. Oh, uh, mate. I got my cousins in Italy sending me texts. Oh, I'm watching Sinner in your hometown. <laughs> sure, you're like, Italian as well. I forgot about like, that. Damn, right, Are you related to Yannick Sinner as well? or? Oh, no. He's from the... He's, 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 if you actually look like the town he's from on Wikipedia, he's like right at the top of Italy. In the north, and that's why he doesn't have that. Uh, without knowing too much about his biography, that's probably why he doesn't have such an Italian-sounding name. Is because those mm. towns in the north are so close to you know um, bordering yeah. with northern countries Austria. like Switzerland, Austria, Germany. Um, the, right. the, when I caught the train through there, because um, I went to Europe, Deshaun, uh, <laughs> the train station signs um, past Verona actually uh, dual dual signed in German and Italian, even though you're in Italy. When you get closer to oh, the man. Alps. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it was. Uh, but I think I I I came I came out of the game feeling positive because uh, last tournament uh, I didn't watch the game because it was happening overnight. But we had that uh, draw, nil or draw with Uzbekistan and and mm. the penalty shootout win and that that talk about skin of your teeth. So like people who have a bit of a short memory. I, I feel if we go out, we might go out at the same stage as last tournament. But at least we did. At least we'll go through without a loss leading into the into our elimination, 
and we'll go out with you know with a serious performance under our belts compared to if we um compared to if we went one nil against Indonesia or two nil, um, yeah. we would have been worse for wear. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think I think our defense looks really good, like Sutar and Rolls. By the way, Harry Sutar now has as many goals for Australia as Mark Paduka. So shout out. Wow. Interesting stat. Yeah. He, he even yeah. scored. He even scored, and he was only like ten centimeters taller than. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was only like four. I don't I can't remember what it was, but I looked up on Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, there's centre the defender that plays for I think Swansea's only just only just a little bit shorter than him, but he still managed to score. He was very good, and I, th- I think those two are solid. Defensively, in general, we're, we're solid. Matty Ryan's sometimes looks iffy, but overall, I reckon he's alright. Our attacking yeah. players like your good wins and, and whatnot can get it done in that. But I think the issue is in midfield. Like for me personally, watching Irvine and Backus play, it's genuinely just they're the exact same player. Hardworking, yes. Good defensively, yes. But they can't complete a pass. It's so frustrating. So please, Andy, agree with me for my own validation. Let's see Aiden O'Neill start a game. Oh, yes. Please. Definitely agree with that for sure. Get him in there. He's a gun. He's shown what he's capable of. He's, yeah. He, just I remember when he was playing for City, he just created so much and he was a two-way runner, you know. He did do so much uh, work to get the ball back for us, um, but then he'd also um, create so many opportunities when we got the ball back. So I think uh, he could definitely do the same for the Socceroos and be a bit of a spark that the midfield needs. Hey, Andy, what club yeah. does Adrian O'Neill play for now? Uh, you know that that club in uh, in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You know what country he plays in? Uh, starts with B. <laughs> <laughs> How many he European countries spring. start with B? Well, <laughs> I'm getting there. Is it Belgium? <laughs> France. <laughs> it's Belgium. Yes. Yes. I Germany. knew it. Germany. I knew it. <laughs> Eels, is he's from Brisbane, is Aiden O'Neill? So he's a Brizzy boy. Shout out, is my man's mm-hmm. respect. Yeah, Brizzy boy, and um, yep. playing his trade at Standard Liège over there in Belgium, and, and doing a pretty decent job. Standard, of that is standard. Yes, you know, you know, he's a good quality Brisbane product because he decided to leave for Melbourne. Okay. Was that necessary? <laughs> Was that really necessary, Nicholas? Do you feel good about that? You feel good about coming to Melbourne? I do. <laughs> <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah, a good point. Strong repost there from you, good, sir. Good rebuttal. Nicely done. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot this into a bit of split the wall. Hold on, where's it? Okay, maybe not I, the cleanest I, I, transition I've ever done in my life. Every time, every time that comes on, I get GTA Four vibes. <laughs> exactly what I was going for. I actually downloaded it from GTA Four San Andreas purely for use in our podcast. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you, bud. I've got to ban you from the soundboard because you are a menace. But this is the uh, the segment where two of my lovely co-hosts debate a simple question. The champion from last week, whom I believe is Nicholas. Yes. Gets to pick their side of the argument first. They'll get a minute to uh, apply their their case, apply their trade. Doesn't really matter. And then the challenger, who this week should be Damo, 
We'll then get a minute to argue the opposite side. And the question, based on a, an article I read, see, I'm not doing Reddit anymore, Nick. I'm doing articles. Yeah? Are you happy? Yes. All right, fantastic. The article was making the point that we should change our formation. Uh, the Socceroos, that is, and Arnie should make some tweaks to the team. So the question is uh, very simple for Split the Wall this weekend. Should this week, should the Socceroos change their formation? Do you know what side you want to argue? Yes. That's, that's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. And feel free to make any suggestions on, like, different players, different setups, etc., all that kind of thing. Like a subby holder, Andy. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Up the goalie. Uh, Nick, <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, I am. Oh, fantastic. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, coming in hot now. <laughs> I think the Socceroos should not should not change their formation. I agree with some of Deshaun's comments, you know. We're having issues in the midfield with Irvine and Bacchus, you know. Defensive, hardworking, yes, but maybe not creative-wise. However, I think we should keep this formation for our upcoming game against Saudi Arabia and South Korea. Uh, mainly because we're playing teams that are going to be uh, stronger attacking-wise and possibly uh, not have such a low block defence. So I think we could really benefit from having some extra cover and experience that Irvine and Bacchus provide um, just ahead of our central defence, which is really solid. Uh, yes, we could um, change it up in the midfield, maybe bring in, um, you know, um, you know, make sure Riley McGree starts or Connor Metcalf. Mm. Uh, but I think we could uh, really be like, really benefit from having those experienced heads in front of our final line. And um, so we can... Ah, that's time, lad. That's time. Cut it off. All right. So you're voting. We keep the same system. Strong argument, Nick. Same system. All right. Which means, Damo, you need to argue that we should change yeah. the system in the quarterfinal of the Asian Cup. Yeah. Yeah. In interesting bloody tactic. <laughs> <laughs> Not many can pull it off. <laughs> but Except if anyone can, it's Graham Arnold. <laughs> Graham Arnold. Known to be very creative with his strategies. All right, are you ready, Davo? Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> no more soundboards while he's arguing, Nick. This is important. Three, two, one, go. Well, as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And look, honestly think that we are on the right track. It's just going to take a little bit more uh, stability within the uh, the group to get the the fluidity that is required to look like that we actually know what we're doing. And players like Jackson Irvine and Bacchus are super key to our uh, structure and keep the keep the midfield intact and keep the ball flowing into the wider areas where Boss. And or Goodwin, uh, obviously a reaping, a wreaking havoc on on defences. So at the moment, I don't see why we need to change. That's time. All right. I did I argue that? Yeah, I was gonna say. You <laughs> just, <laughs> just argue what I argue. All right, Damo, that was really good. Like a really strong. And honestly, I think stronger than Nick's. But the problem is, you argued the same point that Nick did. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was waiting for the however or the but, yeah, but it never yeah. came. No rebuttal. <laughs> uh, <sorry. laughs> 
Okay, okay, you know what? Even though, Dave, I honestly think your points were stronger than Nick's, I'm going to give it to Nick because, I mean, obviously, I have to. You <laughs> followed the rules. <laughs> I, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> no, it's good. You should have listened more, bro. You, this has happened twice now, my man. An argument so... An argument so nice, he used it twice. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. All right. I liked how he started with you today. Bro, okay. don't fix it, though. But you can't lose an argument when you say that. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a fantastic little um, thing. Damo, mate, if you do that again, we're going to have to start using turn it in when you do split the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, no one wants is to... The, is that the Latrobe thingy that we had? Yeah, to... that was... It's not just Latrobe. Yeah, university. No one wants <laughs> to talk right. about university. university. We should we should keep things moving. Yeah. We're on a bit of a schedule. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give that to Nick. I can I can do another one if you want. Nah. <laughs> Too late. Time. <laughs> One day I'll use ChatGPT to uh, honestly <laughs> yeah. split the wall. Honestly, I would want you to, but we we got to keep uh, moving, and we'll we'll move on from the soccer ruse there. Ultimately, we all reckon if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's keep the ship rolling, and fingers crossed we get the dub over whomever we come up against next in the quarters. But more locally, a few fun games in the A League happened last weekend. We had the Big Blue, Victory and Sydney, one all draw. Melbourne City beat Adelaide 1-0. Western Sydney beat Western United 1-0. The Phoenix keep rolling. They've beaten the Jets 2-1. MacArthur and Perth played out a fun two-all draw. And Central Coast killed the Riz 2-0. I reckon we start with the Big Blue, fellas. And, uh, Andy, I'll go to you since you were there, you know. I was. You were watching. What did you make I of the football? There. What did you make of the atmosphere? What all? How did it all play out? Wait, you yeah. went to a victory game? I did, yeah. I went with, uh, with my Trader, mates. Trader, uh, why are you giving him money? Well, I got him, why, I got, why are you giving him money? Got invited along. and Went for the atmosphere. Yeah. We for... <laughs> All right, Damo. We get plenty of atmosphere at City <laughs> Games. Thank you. Wait, <laughs> Paramount. Victory doesn't need your money. Paramount Plus does. <laughs> well, I already paid the be subscription. Be another figure. <laughs> well, I, I could have actually... But I need to know people are watching it. All right, let's let Andy actually talk about the game, shall we? Thanks, Deshaun. Uh, Yeah, yeah, did go to this game. Um, Yeah, it was a bit of a a tale of two halves, this one. Obviously, um, Sydney went down to 10 men about 30-odd minutes into the first half. So, um, at that point, it was quite an even game. Uh, If anything, I'd probably say Sydney were were on top and looked um, the more threatening team. Uh, but yeah, as soon as they went down to 10 men, um, the game completely changed and victory just had pretty much all the possession and um, created all the chances. Like after half time, I don't think the ball went went down, um, you know, victory's end uh, much at all. So um, to be honest, I think uh, it was a bit disappointing from victory not to win that one, um, considering how many chances they had. Um, they just, all, all their finishing was off. Like they just kept, you know, Shooting straight at Redmayne, not enough power, putting him over the crossbar. They just had so many chances um, wasted. So it was definitely victories to lose um, once that red card came out. And um, yeah. yeah, it was a draw in the end. But uh, yeah, one, one-sided. Probably. Uh, side, but yeah. Probably missing Fornaroli at this point in time, you'd say. Yeah, yeah, definitely missing Fornaroli. And um, yeah, he, he doesn't miss that many opportunities you know he's he's going to grab him with both hands so yeah definitely missing him and the cost of having prime talent in your team <laughs> yeah that's true 
That's a good point. Now is the time to try and pick up some points on victory in theory. Oh, shit. Um, Eddie's calling me. Oh. Oh, get him on. Um, Damo, oh, while I take this call, can you can you talk about Paddy Wood's red card and what do you pod. think about it? Oh, Paddy Wood's red card. Andy, what did you think? Um, trying to remember what it was for. Oh, yeah, no, I do it's remember. It's a bit yeah, the, was, um, the Traore. Yeah, put his studs in by accident, I assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. They both I put mean, their feet up. Yeah, yeah they did. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, no, I thought it was soft. So yeah. if Traore... Yeah, go on. Sorry, we're cutting each other off. But if Traore's was... It's just Paddy Wood's leg just happened to be higher than Traore's. Yeah. And made contact. But they are both putting their feet up. Exactly. They are yeah, both gone for the exactly. ball. Just unfortunate. Um, and, yeah. I guess by the letter yeah. of the law, it's, it's a red. But, I don't know, when you actually watch it in real time... It's so innocuous and clearly unintentional. I think um, Paddy Wood was a bit hard done by there. I think the the thing that annoyed me most in the whole thing was that the the on-field referee didn't call it a foul mm. in play. No, you're right. Yeah, it was foul. He got told it? he got told to come and have a look at it. Mm. And if the on-field referee does not think that that is a foul. Or let alone a yellow card, you know. Like, why? Why should? Why is VAR getting involved in those type of decisions? Well, I think VAR's in there to, you know, to overrule clear and obvious error. If that's a clear and obvious error, that's probably what we're questioning. Yeah. You probably don't think that's a clear and obvious error, um, but it's there for red cards and goals. You know, if you know if something happens behind play, for example. Of course, the referee's not going to call the foul, but VAR is going to intervene. So um, that's that's the purpose, you know. If the or if it happens in front of the referee, like a studs up challenge, and the referee's blind or like turning away as it happens, then the VAR is going to intervene. Obviously, um, it was just a soft soft red card in general. But, yeah. Uh, Andy, did you make? Ah, no, you're right. Uh, Andy, did you manage to stay out of the hooligan trouble? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I stayed out of it, but I was, uh, yeah, uncomfortably close, close to it all uh, down the north end, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, managed to live the, the, to tell the tale. Did you start off the fuck off Sydney FC chant? <laughs> they did bring that one out a few times, so I did enjoy that one. One of the few chants that I did enjoy. <laughs> It's, it's universal. Oh, so I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen on the news. Channel Nine have already kind of run with the uh, uh, the hooligans and uh, uh, the A League thugs and all that type of bullshit reporting. So it's obviously been... it's obviously not a good look for the for the game and for the league. So didn't it get posted by an ultras group on Instagram? It's like they're giving up the footage to like a public platform, like. Who's stupid enough like to post like video video footage of them like doing crime? Like, you know, it's just don't fucking bash each other to begin with, and well, don't fucking exactly. glorify it. Like, I mean, there you know, was, there, there was a little cut to the crowd before the game actually started, and I think it was either yeah, I think it was after the national anthem had finished. Um, there was just this cut to the crowd, and there was just these young dickheads who didn't. Looked like they wanted to be there for the actual game, 
just started pushing each other and acting like they were in a bloody mosh pit sort of environment. Yeah. And, uh, and I knew, I knew that from that 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 one bloody cut to the crowd that yeah, there was going to be something happen that night. There so. is a bit of uh, watch this space. I think there is a bit of an increase in like. Uh, young people like kind of doing ultra movements like there's this uh, page on Twitter like ultras down under or something like that and they yeah. keep posting yeah, like these that. youth groups like for clubs Yeah. and there's one like for Sydney FC to have like try to start fights with Brisbane Royal fans out like and try to steal their scarves like they're trying to real like uh, they stole um, they stole uh, the Red Army banner when they went to Adelaide uh, you know this, there is a bit of a you know, you got the, the, the you got all these youth groups starting up. You got one for Central Coast, but it was called Central Coast Youth. But it, I saw the comment. I was like, that should be Central Coast Kindy, because <laughs> they all looked about twelve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was pretty. It's pretty like annoying to see like that. There's fights between fans again. Like, like I know you're gonna like say Channel Nine bet it up, but the reality is like, it's like. Not like what you know. Do? If you if you're starting fights to begin with, like one, they, like if there's fights to begin with, um, then like it's not channels channel nine's fault for like reporting it. You know, it's the fault is with the fans for fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you know, you're giving chickens to the fox if you start a fight at an A League game. Like, and uh, we're we're moving on to the uh, the Brisbane Raw and they're fucking uh, they're... shit. Just recently announced that Marco Rojas has joined until the end of the season. Yeah, fucking oath. So we need all the help we can get. Great signing. Obviously, Ben Khan is sort of still getting his uh, grips on the squad and trying to get his play style implemented. And he said prior to the game that you know it's been really hard because I haven't been able to go home and actually implement anything on the training track because I've just had this bloody schedule that's been jam-packed. So I think, um, yeah, they're doing most of their, like, training drills during games, which obviously isn't ideal because you want to be going out there with um, all the uh, all the ideas you need to implement the manager's ideas. And, um, yeah, look, it's... Uh, not it's not happening to the best of what he would have wanted to have been, but uh, look, he's uh, doing a good job with what he's got, and I think uh, Marco Rojas, Rojas obviously will help. Yeah, Rojas, the, the Kiwi Messi will help, but the the, the problem is <laughs> uh, obviously like since Ruben Zabjevic has been hired, zero points and lots of goals conceded. It's a real problem, I think, for us, and I think he needs we need to cut our losses, get rid of him as soon as possible because he's <laughs> he's had long enough. Get rid of him. He has. Oh. He absolutely has. I think we need to cut our losses and get rid of you. Get rid of Ruben Zaktovich now. It's not okay. Rubes. Teams playing. Get rid of Jashan. Like garbage. Uh, four Rubes, three points. Yeah, exactly. Rubes. <laughs> Thank you, Damo. Thank you. Big donuts. Doughies. Exactly right. Uh, it is a position uh, vacating at the end of the year at Melbourne City. Uh, once Aurelio is done with the interim position, you know, it was Rubes. No, Do you think come on down? You want no. position still Andy, talk about it. Would you want Ruben Zakovic as the head coach of your football club? Uh, let me put this simply: definitely not. Um, I enjoy having him in the uh, in the league. Enjoy having him in the league, so we can poke fun at him. Uh, but yeah, just uh, 
as long as he's not at Melbourne City, thank you. What did you guys make of City's win over Adelaide? Like a solid win, but maybe could have been a bit cleaner in front of goal. Yeah, yeah. Didn't watch it actually. Jeez, he watches Perth Macarthur and no, not even City. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I was. He was he was at the beach right now. Yeah, I went to Anglesey, mate. Nice. How was Ang- nice. How was Anglesey? Oh yeah, mate. It's uh, it's nice. That's it's a bit cold though. That's some strong imagery. <laughs> nice, but a bit cold. Is that how you'd sum up the Melbourne City performance, Andy? Yeah, it's a pretty good summary. Um, yeah, look, I wasn't too disappointed with the performance, really. Um, it was a, a low-scoring game and pretty hard fought. Um, yeah, nothing pretty, but thank God for Terry Antonis's uh, lethal boot. He, he only scores bangers, and he proved that again on Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, got us the win, so uh, big props to him. But, um, yeah, across across the pitch, I think we were better than we have been the last few weeks. Um yeah. Definitely seeing some improvements, which is really good to see. Um, but yeah, like you said, Deshaun, um, just a little bit of work uh, needs to be done in front of goal to be a bit cleaner. Um, but yeah, we'll take mm-hmm. the three points um, because last time we played them, it was 6-0. So uh, big turnaround from that. <laughs> Another start for, for Benny Mazzea. Yes, indeed, yes. When I saw his name in the lineup, I thought of you, Damo. So very happy with that. Yeah. He's, he's looking good. <laughs> He's looking good. Mm. Obviously, uh, it's what happens when you kind of give the youngsters a bit of a run. You never know what can happen. Mm. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Vidmar seems to be not afraid to do that. So it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. No game time for uh, Maxi Caputo, though, unfortunately. Nah. So and no game really time for him. Harrison Thomas Shillington. Who? Great name. Harrison Thomas Shillington. Yeah. Don't know He's a uh, young socceroo. As far oh, really? as I know. Okay. Great name. Represented the, uh, the the young socceroos on their uh, or un- under 18s oh. in their trip to Portugal recently. I like that. And, and in terms of Adelaide, like you mentioned, Andy, the last time these two teams played, Adelaide looked a lot better. Damo, what's actually mm. gone wrong for the squad? Why are they so inconsistent? Is this Adelaide? A... Yeah. I really don't know. I think it could be. A, I think it's a Craig Goodwin-sized hole mm. uh, <laughs> more than anything else. I, I do think there's possibly a little bit of, I don't want to say it, like a Carl Viet kind of mm. burnout period happening, but uh, honestly, I can't put my finger on it. There's, one week they're great, one week they're not, and it's... Yeah, it's Honestly, weird. It's very confusing. It's very, very confusing. Uh, meanwhile, Wellington, yeah, keep rolling. Oscar Zavada came back from injury, scored a goal, looked good. Uh, they are on, yeah, absolute tear right now. Very, very impressive. And, and, and Nick, I've got to apologise to you because last week I asked you if Sydney were the most informed side in the league and you said, no, it's Central Coast. And I think at this point in time, it's pretty oh, impossible to, to disagree. Thank you. Finally, some vindication. <laughs> yes, indeed. Some vindication. Unbeaten in 10 are the Mariners. And they've got 16 points in six games. Uh, obviously, the Raw are not a particularly difficult matchup right now, but still, a win's a win, and they're looking great. What do you reckon about this, fellas? Josh Nisbet, most valuable player in the league right now. 
as he should be. All right. Honestly, the the Australian Messi. <laughs> Isn't that Tilio? No. What else, Apostolos Stamatopoulos? He's, he's not short enough. <laughs> <laughs> Goes on stature. It's all stature, and Nisbet is a very it's short all... boy. <laughs> Nisbet is the shortest. He is the shortest. Shortest boy. Shortest boy. We can do this argument next week on Split the Wall, who is the Australian Messi, once and for all. <laughs> all right, I just want to write that down. Nick's <laughs> yeah. voting for Apostolos Stamatolov. Massimo uh, Madoka. Get <laughs> Fuck yes, Massimo Is he Madoka. on that jersey? <laughs> I don't know if he ever... Did he, he played for Brisbane? He did. Uh, he is on the jersey. He's, uh, he's on my jersey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. <laughs> You know, Apostolos Stamatopoulos? Yeah. Ah, yes. He was born one and a half weeks, or just or just two weeks after me. Really? Talk about, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, he's, uh, when's, what, what day of the month is your birthday, Deshaun? Uh, 15th of April, brother. Oh, mate, he was born six days before you. Ah, ah, me and Apostolos Stamatopoulos are brothers in arms. Love that guy. Oh, and also me. Yes, also you. Yes, we're all born around the same time. Uh, he was born in North Adelaide, though. Since you're talking, Nick, I think we'll we'll pivot from the games because we're running a bit long. But do you have a peak moment of the week for me? Peak. Peak. Peak A League moment. Of the yeah, week. For, we're heading we're heading through a peak A League. Uh, drought. <laughs> yeah, you can cut the you can cut this thing off because it's just we're going for a rough patch. Really, we're going for a rough <laughs> patch. Yeah, we can't we can't peek through it all. We're going for a plateau. Um, oh, no. I'm go- I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here, guys. There's just we just got no peak. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're just flatlining. Okay, you know. If the nurse came in and saw the condition of the PK League moment of the week, they wouldn't even go for, you know, the, um, what's it called? You know, the, z- z- the zap, you know, the, D-fib. the defibrillator. The defibrillator. <laughs> they wouldn't even go for defib. They'll be like, it's too plateaued for my <laughs> life. And that they like, this is it. Hey, peak moments never right. dead. Yeah, but like. It's just hibernating. Peak moments in the dead, in the dead, like the Canberra A-League team. Oh. Um, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> They're not about that. The peak moments are dead like the Western United home ground. Oh, mate. Uh, let me tell you, as someone that catches a train past that home ground, uh, that is a very flat area. Not many peaks around there. Not many there. peaks. That is. <laughs> not many the volcanic peaks. plains of Werribee and the hinterland grasses. Uh, not much. <laughs> uh, not, not much hills around there. Just the Yu Yangs. <laughs> Hey, to be fair, we talked about the mountain ranges. I think it was last week, and the Yu Yangs go all right. Okay, don't shout. Yeah, don't talk shit. Yeah, that's it, mate. The Yu Yangs. All right. If there's no peak moment, then I'll. I'll oh no, there is one. There is oh. one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said I'm that. scraping the bottom of the barrel. All right, run it by me. So that's my bad. My bad. Run it by me. You ever like do a YouTube try not to laugh challenge? <laughs> yeah. Guess who you won't be seeing? <laughs> Luke Braddon. <laughs> In his black and white oh. makeup, going, I like turtles. That was the most unfunniest shit. But I'm stretched yeah. for ideas. So that can be the PK League moment yep. of the week. Um, May God have weird. mercy on the PK League moment of the week segment. It doesn't <laughs> have to be you know funny. What? I know you won't peak. take any. 
Yeah, Sorry? exactly. Does, doesn't, doesn't have to be funny. You know what? If the peak A-League moment was an investment, I'd be telling you to buy now. <laughs> We're in the dip. We're in the dip. Nick, mate, I reckon you put, more um, content. you put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, You're that was a perfect job. one. That's I'd say that's very worthy of winning peak A-League moment of the week. No. No. Uh, well, what I think whatever. is still the best. What? Moment in peak A-League history. Spending $30 million <laughs> on, uh, on a game where you dodge the balls with the Osuzu. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, what are you talking about? I play that every day. <laughs> <laughs> And you had to do the goddamn wee. Yeah. <laughs> the driver cam. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the best PK League moment of this week was when uh, I think Andy shared a reel about another peak A League moment from years gone by about when Central Coast Mariners were dog shit. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. so, According to Daniel McBride. And the goals having to be replaced. So yeah. that, the best peak, the peak A League moment of my week was finding out there was a pretty iconic peak A-League moment that went under my radar, so... It was like the whole, the whole match. It was Luke Braddon? Luke Braddon, you make it to the list for this season, but if I am going to be at the end of the year going through in order, you will not be making my top three. <laughs> you, will, you will be like... You will be like when... Uh, you know what? I'm not sure he'll mind. <laughs> you know what? You'll be like... I don't know. You'll be like when the president of some... Some faraway country um, has the not Tajikistan. Some a president of you know some country forces their their child to run in the hundred meters, and everyone else is all done. That will be Luke Braddon at the end. Fair enough, mate. Okay, that was quite the anecdote. You gotta have keep going. You're gonna have the F3 Derby running far ahead, and you're gonna have. You know what? Fuck it. I want a different PK game. <laughs> no, no. You've had your time. We're going to move Did you know the Newcastle Jets players walked out onto the ground with rescue dogs? You know what? That's great. That's great. That's a PK league moment of the week. I like that. That's really good. I'm a fan of that. Okay, we're going to pivot into another segment. Um, Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> we're going to pivot straight in. Burning questions. I've got three of them. We're doing it a little bit differently this uh, this week. I'm going to run all three at one time, and we're all going to take turns to answer the questions. Uh, pretty simple, but um, a little bit different, a little bit spicy. But the three questions are, who is the most disappointing player in the A-League men's right now? Who is the most disappointing team right now? And who is the most disappointing coach right now? A bit of a bummer, I know, but don't worry. We're going to end on a high note later on. So uh, I reckon I'll start with you, Andy. Since you're always the positive peak, I'm gonna. I'm kind of curious to see how you play this. What have you got for me? Yeah, look, I'll probably struggle with this one because yeah, it's you know I'm usually pretty positive as yeah as you as you mentioned. Um, we'll give it a go though. Um, most disappointing player. I struggled with this one. Um, I don't mm. know. The first one that came to my mind was uh, was Gomez, but maybe that was um, only because you had uh, talked him up so much at the start of the season and. Uh, <laughs> let us to believe he was going to set the world alight. Yeah, he's not getting the golden boot, I don't think, unfortunately. No, no, definitely not looking like it. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll stick with him. There's no 
Daniel Sturridge's this year, you know, that's sticking out that much to me. I'm, I'm sure the other lads will have some some names, but um, that's all I've got for the player. Um, are we doing all of them for me now? Or? Yeah, run it, run it. All right, sweet. Run it, yeah. Uh, most disappointing team right now? Probably no surprises here, but Western United sitting dead last, and uh, they're just flat-out disappointing. And more aspects of one on the field, off the field, there's just nothing going for them. And at a time where they're trying mm. to find their identity and get everything off-field sorted, the last thing they need is poor results on-field. I know they won a, a championship in their second season, which is great for them, but... Um, uh, that's looking so far away now. And, um, yeah, they really yep. need to get some wins on the board if they want to keep their fan base growing and get that identity. Um, and, yeah, most disappointing coach uh, in the A-League men right now. Um, I was thinking maybe Alan Stadich, um at Perth. Ooh. But then I thought, Ooh, look, what? look he's, he doesn't have a lot to work with, you know. He's They don't have an owner. Their list isn't the best, so I'm not going to give it to him. I'm just going to go with John Aloisi. And it's probably the obvious yep. choice, but, you know, he's he's been there since since one. day one, and um, he's had time now to get things right. And, um, yeah, it's just not seeing anything exciting from him, uh, unfortunately. So, yep. yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Honourable mention, though, to Brisbane Raw as a whole the revolving door that has been their coaching staff this season. Just throw that in there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <to> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. That's, yeah, no, totally reasonable. Uh, Damo, I'll run it to you, sir. Run it by me. Yeah. Uh, most disappointing player. Well, I think considering the, the seasons this guy has had in seasons past, Mm. And uh, the kind of hype he was kind of built up to and just for him to end up at Western United Ooh. Uh, was a bit bit odd, I would say. And that's that's Angus Thurgood. Oh, wow. I was kind of expecting Pena. That's so what I thought he was going to say. Pena has been good. Yeah. Pena has been good, to be fair. Not as good. Angus Thurgate. As I thought he might have been. But on, yeah, Thurgate's on, on a good shout. On the other hand, it's been very disappointing. I think uh, many people were probably expecting him to possibly even go overseas this season, try mm. his hand over there. And my guy shaved his head finally and become just, just run of the mill standard A League midfielder. Little to no flair. It's just, yeah, it's honestly hard to fathom why, what has happened with Angus Thurgate. Damn. Yeah, fair fuck enough. Yeah, and I think it probably seems a bit obvious now who my uh, most disappointing team is, and that would be Western United. Mm, they're garbage. For obvious obvious factors that they are rock bottom of the A League at as, at the moment and. There's just something is not clicking, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it might be the uh, the tills at the front counter. So, um, <laughs> yeah, not great, not great signs for Western United at the moment, and that will lead me into 
our most disappointing manager. With an honourable mention to Luciano Trani, who uh, managed to smash the uh, biggest losing record in his one game of managing Deep <laughs> and Raw. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Went out with but, the bag. Uh, uh, it will be uh, a former Brisbane Raw manager, funnily enough, in uh, John Alloway. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Yep. Yep. A Western United-themed uh, disappointment at the moment. Really reasonable. They are garbage. Nick, let's see if you can do something. Alrighty. Alrighty. So, first question, which was the most disappointing player. Yep. Oh, I think this is the hardest question to answer because you don't want to ever be too negative on a player. You never know if someone might be listening, you know. We could have a shoe in it and just give them an outright diss. Um, players are human after all, but I'm going to have to say Nestorori Irinkunda wow. is my most disappointing wow. player. Wow. It would wow. be so good inside for Bayern Munich. Why is he yet to play a game or score for Bayern Munich yet? <laughs> nah, I, just, <laughs> I, 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 I had a tough time. Um, God, wonder, I don't have enough research behind it to clearly justify. There's probably bigger matters going on. But mine would be uh, Mustafa Amini um, at Perth Glory. Okay. Um, don't know. I just saw that Perth shit. Glory was. I just saw Perth Glory was at the bottom of the table, and I think when Amini first joined Perth a couple yeah. seasons ago, I thought like you know, you know some some pedigree you know to put in the engine room, but he yeah. just um, hasn't really just, done much. Um, hasn't. Hasn't really done much. No, gave the ball away a couple of times when I watched to play Western Sydney Wanderers, um, and, and I don't watch enough Perth Glory, so I'm just I've literally just gone, gone on Perth Glory and said, oh, I mean he's in the team list. Oh, I don't watch Perth Glory, so well you watched their game um, against Macarthur on the weekend, right? Yeah, true. Oh uh, yeah, I I I, just, I tuned in and out. Ah oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay. I think the cricket was on at the same time, actually. Bloody good, good game finish. of cricket, I'll tell you that for free. Jamar Joseph. Jamar Joseph. Jamar, Jamar Joseph. Um, so, moving on. Uh, I wanted to say McLaren, but I thought I'd be too harsh. Nate, I'd boot um, you out of this podcast for right now if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, Andy, you don't really scare me, okay? You're the nicest person I know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, he's, he's, you're a nice guy, Andy. You're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you all. <laughs> Most disappointing team in the A League, I'm gonna say Newcastle Jets. That's, yeah, that's fair. Just, they're just, uh, they're just not it. Like, <laughs> they're just not it. And I think what makes it more disappointing is that it's the continual, like, it's the continual like bottom finishes, mm-hmm. um, mm. and then, and, and like the hef- the heavy um, losses away from home. Yep. The, the frustrating thing like with the Jets is they would see other clubs around them like um like you know, um if you just look at the six right now, Western Sydney, MacArthur, like they have been pretty hit and miss. Um, you know, Western Sydney only just returned to the finals last year and MacArthur at least, you know, puts up a front like even if they got a drop off coming, you know, one win out of five undefeated in five but only one win. Yeah. Um, even if MacArthur do drop off, you know. Like at least they've put up a fight for the first fifteen games. Yeah, and just Newcastle is just—it just doesn't—it just doesn't seem to be improving for them. They're lucky that they've got Perth and Western United below them. Uh, I, 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 it is just not 
they're just not inspiring. And I think there's bigger issues going on at the Jets with ownership. So of course, yeah. I don't really, want, I don't really want to lash a dead horse. I think, um, but I really, that being said, I really like the work of Apostolos Damathopoulos. You know, we we called him out as a potential prospect on this pod last season. Uh, so we were big on the Apostolos Damathopoulos. <laughs> trying to say his name as much as you possibly can, but. <laughs> yes, there it is. Good stuff. Thank I tried last week. It yeah, didn't work so... well. <laughs> Most disappointing coach, Nicholas. Um, generic Jackson. Nah, just <laughs> generic. He's done a great job. Turn the club around. Uh, I would have to give it. Who are the coaches of the teams I don't like? <laughs> I would Shuts have up to the green flag. Yeah, that was good. I like that. John Aloisi. Yeah, there you fucking, we got three votes from three for John Aloisi. Hell yeah. Mate, I could be the Western United coach by following the John Aloisi playbook. All I have to do is the grin and teeth look when things aren't going well, which is quite quite frequent. Totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, I like that. And I think John, like, probably the, the squad quality has gone down, but I think the brand of football they play is just not just not it. They've got some good players, man, and they really yeah, shouldn't like, be this bad. But that's what I mean. Like, it comes from the coaching. The quality exactly, exactly right. And, and, and their squad quality has gone down. You know, they've um, they've given up. Like, Priovic has left the club. Um, I'm talking about since their championship, you know. Yeah. Priovic has left the club. You know, you know, no, Diamante wasn't really an integral role in the championship by then. He was more like a sideline figure. But they have, they have had a few... Uh, you downgrades. Hey, any team with Lockie Wales in it should be getting some wins, absolutely. I hate Lockie Wales. I know. I know you do, bro. All right, I'm going to run through mine real quick. You know there's a Western United fan group that follows our Instagram page? Yeah, you know. Hell yeah! As they should. Western United. Follow our Instagram at Online Hum Media and also at fourman.wall for some very uh, good content. You'll see our faces on reels. Yes, yes, which is good content. That's what we're here You'll for. see how much I go on my phone. And how much I look at this window. Yes, and how much... Yes, yes, exactly right. It's a good window. And how much... How many times Deshaun hits the vape? Yes. All right, and how much Nick goes on tangents. Uh, moving forward, I'd say the most disappointing player, I was tossing up between a oh, few... Oh, you can't do the burning questions. Yeah, I can. I, hey, I man, am. Let him, let him answer. I, I want to hear. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate you. You're a good man. <laughs> I was uh, thinking Ollie Sale, who's been a bit shit in Perth. Oh, no, I disagree. He's not been great. But he, he's come back and he's done well. In like a game or two. Most of the two season. games. He kept a clean sheet. I oh, know he didn't just. He almost <laughs> kept a clean sheet against Justin United. Made some key saves. You would have known if you watched Perth Glory, like I do. The majority of the season, he's been very bad for a guy who was at one point one of the leading goalkeepers in the league. I don't think he's been that impressive at all. I was going to say Kai Truen, who hasn't taken the step forward that I would have hoped this season. I was thinking Tom Aldred, who's been really bad uh, for Brisbane, but I've settled. Oh, I was also thinking LA Rose because the the move to Paris Saint Germain hasn't come to fruition just <laughs> yet. That's very out. disappointing. Hasn't got any games. Oh, up. oh, mate, you wait. When he's in PSG, he'll be like lit up on the <laughs> Champs Elysees. You'll just see everyone walking around in Paris with the blonde locks and the headband. <laughs> Be like David Beckham, mate. <laughs> He's gonna change the entire culture of Paris. Absolutely. Oh my god. And that's enough. They're gonna they're gonna stop they're gonna stop speaking French in Paris 
because they want to be like LA Rose. I'm settled on Noah Botich, who, um, if, oh, yeah, if you guys shout. remember, I, I initially predicted Fabio Gomez to get the golden boot, and then I changed it to Noah Botich. Noah Botic After has he scored a penalty. Yeah, he's scored the first game. Yeah, and he hasn't scored since. Yeah. That is probably your worst shout. You don't have to be a genius to figure out that Western United are a historically low-scoring team under John Aloisi. No. They've only scored 11 goals all season. It's it's really, Ooh. really bad. And it, to be honest, it'd it, be easy to yeah. say West United is the most disappointing team, but I'm going to go with Brisbane, um, mostly because it's just like... But at yeah, least they bring in Rojas. There. They're bringing Rojas. They're trying things. They're bringing Ruben Zadkovic. Good things are around the corner. Well, bringing in Ruben Zadkovic was disappointing, but it's it's just the effort. It's the lack thereof. The fact that we've conceded 35 goals this season is so, so bad. Um, it just should be better. And watching watching the games, you can see that a lot of the guys just don't... They don't go for loose balls. They don't put in the extra, you know hard yards that you need to in this league and it's it's sad to watch it it's very disappointing the thing is though, I, I mean they were though they were like under Ross Aloisi yeah. all this stuff was happening and then as soon as he's left yeah gone to shit I think 35 is exacerbated by one particular result though yeah still not great obviously Lu- Luciano Trani's uh, master <laughs> class uh, his legacy <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, but let's say that game was four goals rather than eight, and they're still they've still got the worst defensive record in the league. So it's just not good. Um, and yeah, the fact that they did show that they could do it with Ross as the boss, and you know, there's no reason why they can't be doing it now. In any case, most disappointing coach. Uh, it's it's impossible to go past John Aloisi, even though I'd like to be edgy and different. Uh, John's doing a really bad job. Um, that wraps up our chat about the games. Good stuff, good content. As always, we are doing our best. But uh, we're going to kind of pivot back to the start of the show. We were talking about the Socceroos. And we've done this before a couple of times. Andy yes. is going to be the genius we all know he can be and put in his vote for the top five current Socceroos in the squad. Is in the, the, top, the best. All right, it's called Andy's Top Cobbs. And I'm curious to see who you go with. So uh, start us off there, Gibbo, from five up to one. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a tricky one. This um, it hasn't been the Socceroos that um, you know we've we all know and love of the past that have been uh, absolutely killing it. So uh, yeah, had to had to think about this one a bit. But um, yeah, this is just my top five on on current form, not on overall careers or potential or anything like that. Just just how they're going at the moment. Um, don't really have a specific hey, order. But I'll start off with um, Marty Boyle. He's, uh, he's been solid. Oh, yeah? Scored, scored a great goal uh, on, on Sunday night, as we saw, putting his body on the line. Um, so, yeah, he's he's been um, a bit of a spark, which has been good to see. Um, Jordy Boss hasn't had... Heaps of game time so far this Asian Cup, but uh, from the game time he's had, I feel like he's he's made the most of it. So he he looks um, very energetic, quick, good on the ball. Um, yeah, he's he's really looking at a bit of a threat um, when he's when he's on the pitch. So yeah, Jordy Boss makes the cut there. Um, got Harry right. Suter, you know, love big Harry. As Jashar Only mentioned. Third. Yeah, as I said, the, I'm not set on the order, so could okay, be, right, uh, yeah, 
That's just a just a general top five. Feels uh, okay. I don't know. Feel like I need more more of a sample uh, sample size. Maybe at the end of the Asian Cup, I can do a top cobs and rank them individually. How about that? All right, I like that. But uh, yeah, oh, yeah, big H, good as always. You know, still skill scoring goals. And as uh, as you mentioned, Yashan at the start of uh, this pod, he's just um, equaled Mark Maduka's record, equaled or beaten. Yeah. For international goals. Equals, so. equals, yeah. Equals. There you go. Uh, Jackson Irvine, I know a bit of a controversial one because, Jashan, you've uh, you spoken a bit about him already tonight and said that uh, hasn't been what we'd hoped and hasn't given us too much um, too much creative flair. But, yeah, I think he's been, been pretty consistent so far this Asian Cup. And while he's not, you know, setting the world alight, I guess, he's... Um, yeah, he's been consistent and has still managed to create a few opportunities, get on the score sheet a few times. Um, and yeah. yeah, I think without him, this Asian Cup, we definitely definitely would be struggling more. And for the fifth one, uh, I wasn't too sure about this one, but I've decided to go with uh, Gethin Jones. And, uh, what? Yeah, which is surprising to myself because I didn't really know much about him at all before this uh, Asian Cup. And Look at Damo's <laughs> face. <laughs> Jeffen Jones. Yeah. Do you even know what he looks like? I didn't know what he looked like until like Yeah. Until he uh, got that yellow card. I still do it. Bro has been terrible. (laughs) He's been alright. He was had an alright. You're just saying this to get clicks. No. Yeah. Hey look. Are you just saying this to get clicks? Definitely not. I'm not a not a classic. Bolton fans. They're gonna be all over their team. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what I <laughs> no, explain up. yourself. Why Gethin Jones? Why Gethin Jones? If you post this onto the Bolton subreddit. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know, he just I just I like what I what I see from him. He's he's got good spirit, you know, he 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 seems like he really cares and fights fights for the team and um yeah. I just got a good feeling about him, I don't know. There's no science to it. Uh, <laughs> doesn't have an Aussie accent. <laughs> are, you saying, are you saying I should take him out because of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's there. Pretty sure. What is it? It's like three out of the five do not have an Aussie accent. Jeez. Well, okay. So Gethin Jones, Harry Souter, Jackson Irvine, Marty Boyle, and um, Jordy Boss. Jordy Boss. Correct. I reckon Jordy Boss five. is the best out of that five. Oh, Nick, who's he missed in your mind? Who's the biggest snub from Andy's top cobs? Oh, I mean, um, anyone but Geffen Jones. <laughs> He's a wild card. I think it's an all-round good cop. Yeah, I think it's an all-round all uh, good cob list. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, they're all top cobs, you know. They deserve their selection, but except for Geffen Jones. <laughs> and... Uh, Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones. Uh, <laughs> but I think Jordy Boss. I'm just making a comment that Jordy Boss is the best talent in the Socceroos squad. Um, he did uh, that that uh, uh, Instagram this... post actually because your quote you said he was the most talented youngster in the Socceroos setup. Matty Hume agrees. He messaged me. He was like, Nick is absolutely right. Oh yeah, he is. He is class to watch, oh, and he's he's made is, a good. Uh, good. It's good. What, do you, yeah, what about you, Damo? Who's Andy missed on that list? Surely you got some names for me. 
Me? Yeah. Uh, no, look, I think, obviously, with the exception of uh, Gavin Jones, that that is uh, very, uh, yep, I'm happy with that. But uh, <laughs> honestly, probably Matty Ryan. Yeah, where's Matty Ryan? Hasn't that much to do, really. Yeah, uh, well, he's still up there, I'd, I'd say. and Yeah, fair. Uh, I think Craig Goodwin's kind of there or there, or Riley McGree, yep. actually. Riley McGree, for, for me, is uh, probably in Jackson Irvine's position. Um, oh, yeah, how could I forget yeah, Riley McGree? Matty Ryan would be yeah, in Gavin Jones's place, too, so that's where I would change. I like it. But at the end of the day, it's Andy's top cobs, and he has Absolutely. spoken his truth. No, you're right. All right, beautiful stuff. Well, there Andy, where would you put Jamie McLaren in that list? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to be part of the squad to make the list? Oh, wait, he didn't get selected. Yes. <laughs> You're a cruel man, Nicholas. A cruel, cruel man. Uh, there is some news to get to, but I reckon we'll save that for next week and do like a full transfer roundup uh, towards the end of the window, which means I think we've come to the end of our time here today. I've had a very enjoyable podcast looking at my face and all of your beautiful faces. Have you guys had some fun? Yeah, it's been a good bloody uh, good change. I think okay. it's a very uh, time worthy uh, yeah thing to do. All right, fantastic. And before Damo goes to sleep, this has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. He has to hold his mic. And Andy, you can do the drummer. Is that your tongue? Is that a is that a burr? Yeah, that cargo burr. Did you um, just do a burr? <laughs> we asked for a drum roll.